Well, welcome to the Empower Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and ultimately empowers you to influence people and transform cities. Enjoy the message. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. You can be seated. Thanks so much. As Pastor Nick said, we're continuing our Forefront series, and uh, it's all about the power of putting Jesus first in our lives, placing Him first, placing Him as number one. How many know it's important when you start any year, uh, you know, I think 2021, excuse me, 2021 is even more important, but any year we need to place God first. We need to put Jesus as number one in our lives. And uh, it's so important for us. And I know as we come out of 2021, and most of us, unless you had your head buried in the sand, you experienced some stuff in 2021, uh, you know, and we're entering into, uh, sorry, 2020, we're entering into 2021 and we're, we're looking at it and saying, okay, God, we're not going to do this without you. We're not going to do this without Jesus at the forefront. We're going to make sure that you are first, you are number one in our lives. And I'm going to tell you right now, I know there's a lot that's going on in our world. I know there is. I know that you just scroll through YouTube, look on the news, you know, Facebook, all that stuff. Sometimes you can get so caught up in what's going on in the world. Maybe even this uh, week, you know, on Friday when Brisbane had to go into those lockdowns, you're like, oh gosh, is this happening again? Oh my gosh, what's going on? I want to tell you right now, this is not alarmist for fear. This is about faith. This is about leaning in on God. And if you are there in, uh, you know, Western Brisbane as well, hey, God's with you guys. You know, you're going to come, come out of this and no matter what happens, it's so much better when you enter into it with Jesus, with God. Because God is not surprised by anything. He was, wasn't surprised by COVID last year. Wasn't surprised by the fires last January. Uh, he wasn't surprised by anything. God knows what's going on, but He has a plan. Amen. And we're going to be the people of faith that enter a year in 2021 saying, God, we're putting you first in everything because you've got a plan to navigate and lead our lives through anything. Amen. This is going to be a great year. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a phenomenal year. God is going to move across the church, across this nation of Australia. He has got so much in store for this year. And I want us to get to gain some faith in this place today, gain some faith online and saying, God, we're going into this year with faith. We're starting to run with faith. Amen. Can you believe that today? Awesome. If you're on the line right now, put that in the chat. I'm entering 2021 with faith. Amen. And um, I just want to let us know today that we do have our Pray First books. Uh, They are available uh, at the Connect Station and online as well. Uh, If you are joining us online, um, you can go to our website, empowerchurch.org.au. There's an online version. There's a a PDF that you can download. And uh, even if you're here and you like using online, you want to put it on your laptop or your iPad, just grab it online as well. But I mean, I, I like the hard copy I don't mind the hard copy. My, I, I've actually brought my Pray First book. It's in my bag there. And uh, it's actually ripped and torn. And my kids thought it was a, uh, something they could put white out all over. And, you know, and like, I'm like, my kids are growing up like now. And I'm like, I came, out, came in one morning and I'm like, there's someone drew a white out over the top of them. I'm like, you guys are like 10, 8, and 6 now. And you're still doing that. Like, this like, what happened? Like, why did you feel like, oh, I'm going to draw on that? Yeah, but, you know, but I, I, can't, I can't get a new one yet because I just like it. You know, like your Bible? You know, your Bible, you just like your Bible. You know what I mean? I got this prayer first book I use every day, and I've just liked using it. But what it is, is there are some great prayers in here. 
Now, you may be with us today and you might think, man, prayer's hard. I struggle with prayer. Uh, I, you know, I get into 10 minutes and I'm like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Uh, you, may, you may struggle with it, but I want to encourage you, this is a resource to help you. It's a resource to help you in your prayer life because there's prayers you can follow in here. Now, they've got like the Lord's Prayer and the Lord's Prayer is broken down to the each points that are prayed that Jesus taught us how to pray. It's got tabernacle prayer. It's got the prayer of Jabez. It's got personal prayers. Prayers for protection, prayers for healing. Uh, if you need anything in here, there's a prayer for it, all right? And I want to encourage you, uh, if you don't have one of these, grab one. They're free. Uh, jump online, grab it online. If it helps you, this is amazing. We just want to resource our church and help people on this journey of prayer. And I want to I preach about that today. My message is actually called Pray First. And, uh, and you know, I want to start with this, with a, really a question, why pray? Why? Why pray? Why do we need to pray? If God knows everything, why do we need to talk to Him about it? Why do we need to pray? See, the truth is, is that prayer was never meant to be ritualistic, never meant to be just a religious, traditional thing that we did. Prayer is a vehicle to connect with a supernatural God. That's what prayer is. Prayer is access into the presence of God. And we live in a fallen, broken world, a world that's disconnected from the presence of God. So for us, it's so important that we say, Lord, we we pray because we wanna connect from our natural position into your supernatural position. We want to get, get, you know, make sure that our mind and our heart are connecting with God. Now, here's the deal. God loves us. God wants relationship with us. He wants to do life with us. He doesn't want to be separate from from us. This is why Jesus came, died for our sins, was risen from the dead so that we could have access into the presence of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, come boldly into the throne of our gracious God. Boldly. See, the blood of Jesus that was shed has given us access through Christ. We can actually enter the presence of God. It's powerful. We pray so that we can connect with God. That's the power of that. That's, what, that's why we enter into His presence. I love what Martin Luther King said. He said this, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Pretty powerful, isn't it? No more possible than to be alive without breathing. See, if we confess Jesus as Lord in our lives, we need prayer. We need prayer. I look at Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, is God. Like He's fully God, He's fully man. But even Jesus modeled to us that He spent time with His Father every day. I love what it says in Mark 1.35. It says, early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where He prayed. How many of you know that's an example? That's modeling prayer. And you're looking at that and thinking, man, you're God. What do you need to pray for? Why do you need to pray? You're God, just do it, you know? But the truth is, is that he knew that he was a vessel for the power of God and and the connection with the Father. That's where the power was. It was in the relationship. That's where the power flowed from. 
It's through the relationship of love, of life, of grace, of power, of hope. It was all there, Father and Son and Spirit. And Jesus knew, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and, and dedicate that time every day. Now we read in the gospel that oftentimes he would spend all night in prayer and then go and minister all day because he knew that I'm gonna be a fountain of life to flow through me, for miracles to flow, for demons to be cast out, for knowledge of heaven to flow so that people can be helped and understand that they too can have a relationship with God through Jesus. And see, Jesus modelled prayer. Now I look at this and I think just a basic thought, okay? If Jesus, the Son of God, prayed, why do we think that we don't need it? Why do we think that we can just kind of navigate life without prayer? I mean, He's God, yet He prayed. Now, I want to say today, I don't make that statement to make anyone feel condemned. I make that statement to say that, hey, it's not hard. We can do it. We can all pray. We can all find that place and space and relationship with God in our lives. And I want to say today, if you're too busy to pray, man, you're too busy not to pray. You're too too busy in your life. You need to pray every single day. It's going to help you. Remember Martin Luther making this statement, saying, man, I've got so much to do today. Man, I better start praying now because I've got to get my three hours in now because I've got so much I've got to get done today. I'm like, whoa, that's a different way to think. That's a different way to look at it. I mean, he knew, I've got so much I've got to do, I need to connect with the presence of God. I need to get into that space with God so that I can find the things that I need to say. I can be helped with the decisions that I need to make. You know, many of us here, we're all doing different things in life. You have jobs, uh, you know, some of us running businesses. Uh, We're we're leading things, we're, we're doing life. We've got families, we've got lives that we've got to lead. And our lives get busy, don't they? They get full. And I want to encourage us today, in the fullness of life, let's, let's put Jesus first. Let's place Him first. Put Him at the forefront in our lives. Because I want to encourage you, prayer is not just the fact that I'm doing something and that's it, and I've, I've religiously done my bit for the day. No, did I connect with God today? Did I find the presence of God today? Did I let God talk to me today? Did I read His Word today? Did I find that place with God, did I build on my relationship with God? Prayer is like marriage. If I if I just talk to Kate once a day and say, Kate, here's all the things I need you to do. Make sure you get them done, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Guess who's sleeping on the couch? <laughs> Serious? She would never do that. She's wonderful. Yeah, she'd be like, you need to talk better than that. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, but the truth is, if I, if, I, if I did this, there's no relationship. There's no relationship. Prayer is about relationship with God. Why pray? Because we want relationship with God. We don't, we don't want to say, God, well, you're there and I'm here and just make sure you're here when I need you. And it's not like that. See, prayer is about coming into the presence of God because we love God and we want to be in His presence. And we need God in this world that we live in. I love Isaiah 46, 9 to 10 says this. And I I think this is a powerful scripture for 2020. And as we enter into 2021, it says, For I alone am God. I am God. And there is none like me. 
Only I can tell the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass for I do whatever I wish. See, God is sovereign. He is powerful. And I want to say today, church, those of us here and those of us online, we don't have to pray. We get to pray. We get, I get to pray. I get to be in the presence of God. I get to connect with an almighty, supernatural, all-powerful God that wants to be with me, that wants to bless my marriage, that wants to bless my kids, that wants to bless my business, that wants to move in my life. I get to be with you. Oh man, I'm going to make some room in my life and I'm going to get to be in your presence. Hey, you might be thinking today, man, I'm a tradie and I get on the road at 5 a.m. in the morning. When can I pray? Hey, you can turn the radio off, turn off Triple J or whatever you're listening to and turn on some worship music and start to pray. Start to talk to God. It's as simple as that. I mean, it, it, God will meet you there. He's omnipresent. He'll meet you anywhere. I mean, you can be on a mountain somewhere. You can be at a home in your own uh, room or study or in your bedroom. You can be in your car. You can be anything. That's the power of, of a relationship with God through the Holy Spirit is that we can connect with Him anywhere. And sometimes we think, oh, I, you know, I, I can't do it. I can't fit it in my life. I want to encourage you. Just fit in 15 minutes. Just start with something. Start with a beginning point. If it, if it goes from no prayer to 10 or 15 minutes of prayer, that's something. I've got to tell you right now, God can work with that. He can work with that part of your life being opened up. Because I want to tell you, it doesn't stop at 15 minutes. Once you start realising how powerful the presence of God is, once you start sensing His presence around your life, you're like, man, where did that half an hour go? Where did that hour go? Oh man, I just didn't want to get out of the presence of God. Because once you get in, you don't want to get out of it. You love it. And I know we've got lives, we've got to lead, and we've got all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's about a want to, not a have to. And until you actually open up your heart and let the presence of God get in there and you're like, oh man, it's like drinking water after I've been in a desert for 24 hours. I'm drinking again. This is powerful. And we know there's things in life that try to drain our lives. There's stresses. There's stuff with family, with marriage, with work, with, you know, it's kind of like the thing, the wheel keeps on turning, you know, and sometimes we can just get caught up in the busyness of life. And we've got to take a moment in our lives to say, God, I've got to, I've got to put aside those things because I know, look, I've got to get to the emails. I've got to get to the stuff. The day has begun. I want to tell you, hey, you know, take that time. Take that moment in the presence of God to come into the presence of an almighty God that loves you. I mean, if you need proof of the love of God, just look at Jesus. And God was prepared to send His only Son to die for us so that we could have the relationship, so that we could have this connection. Old Testament times, we, you know, before Christ, I mean, you had to wait till the prophet came around, maybe every couple of months, to tell you what God was saying. See, we in a New Testament world, in a time of grace, through the Holy Spirit, we had to talk to God every day and listen to Him. We had to carry God around with us. This is, this is amazing. It's amazing. Come on, are you getting my heart today? You understand what I'm going on today about? I'm, you know, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm trying to inspire people today. 
This is the presence of God. See, prayer positions us in the presence of God. That's why we pray. Because it positions us in the presence of God. Within the busyness of life, in everything that's going on, prayer just gives us that moment where we can come into His presence. And I want to encourage us today. What is the step in front of your life today? What is it? What's that step? Maybe it's gone from praying every now and again to maybe praying for 10 minutes a day. Maybe that's the step. Maybe it's like you haven't read your Bible for a while. Maybe that it's opening up that and starting with that and, and then, then letting prayer come from that. It could be anything. I want to tell you today, start with something even if it's small. Start with something because anything you're doing to take a step to God is a powerful step. It's an incredible step. And, and now more than ever in 2021, I really believe this is important. I really believe this is important. We need God. We need His direction. We need His voice speaking to our lives. We can't just stumble into this year and see what comes. We've got to go knowing that, God, I know that you're with me and I know that you're helping with the choices and the decisions that are in front of me. I've got to tell you, God is speaking, but are we listening? Are we listening? Are we taking the time in our lives? Because prayer isn't just putting it up to God and our request to God. Prayer is receiving as well. And what is God saying at the same time? So prayer is positioning our lives in the presence of God. That's why we pray. The second thing is prayer that works. Prayer that is effective. Effective prayer. See, prayer shouldn't just be a religious tradition. Prayer that is effective is powerful. Because we know we're in the presence of Almighty God. Oh man, I've taken a step right now out of the natural. And if I can come boldly into the throne of our gracious God, spiritually, I'm stepping in to your presence, God, as I begin to pray. And sometimes you can be in a place where you're like, you don't feel it. I've had plenty of mornings like that. I've woken up, man, my eyes still want to stay closed. I'm like, come on, you can stay open, matchsticks holding them open, you know, and get that coffee, can't get that quick enough, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and I've had those days where I'm like, I don't care how I feel right now. Maybe I need to just pray in the Spirit for a while. Maybe I just need to listen to the Word of God and just read through it for a little while. It's different things. Maybe I need to listen to worship for a little while just so that I can tap into the presence of God. So that I can get my mind out of where I was at and coming into the presence of God. See, prayer that works is powerful. James 5, 16 to 18 says this, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was a human as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly, that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky went, sent down rain, and the earth began to yield its crops. See, I love this picture because James is trying to open up and help us understand that even though Elijah was a prophet in the Old Testament, we see that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He's just a human being. What, what was he saying? You know, you don't have to be special or extraordinary to pray and see results. You, you, we're just, we're all people and we're connecting with a supernatural God. So Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, but he prayed. That was the difference maker. And he didn't just pray. As the Bible says here, he prayed 
effectively. He prayed earnestly. Now, the New King James Version of this says the word fervently. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. Fervency, fervently. There's a power in that. See, there's a heart that that comes and says, God, I'm earnestly coming into your presence. And I love this, is that the word fervent is the word in Greek, ektenos, ektenos. And it actually means to stretch out one's hand. And when I read that this week, I was thinking about the, 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 the painting in the Sistine Chapel on the roof. You know, of the of the of kind of Adam just kind of reaching his hand just that little bit and God reaching down and the fingertips touching. You know that painting? You know the one? And uh, and it was almost like, well, that God did do that because he sent his son and he did stretch to us, didn't he? He reached to us through Christ. And I love the fact that as Christ has reached to us, you know, prayer is another way that God, I'm reaching back. I'm I'm reaching back every day. I'm reaching back to you. God, you've provided salvation. You've provided the victory. You've provided every blessing, every spiritual blessing. You've provided your favor and your grace. So therefore, I'm reaching into your presence to stand in that place. And see, there's a power to saying, God, I'm coming with a fervent spirit. I'm coming earnestly into your presence. The effective prayer of fervent prayer of a righteous person produces wonderful results. It does. It does. And, and friends, when we carve out time in our day, wherever it is, you know, whether that is in the morning, in the middle of the day or at nighttime, oh man, take that time to connect with the presence of God. When we come and say, God, you know what? I'm reaching from my natural position and I'm stepping into your supernatural position. I'm getting out of, of the negativity and the issues and the problems, and I'm entering into your presence, and I'm coming and I'm reaching to you. See, oftentimes prayer, prayer can 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 get dull if we don't let the Holy Ghost wash all over it. Don't don't you understand that? You know that. Hey, prayer can get a little dry sometimes if we're just doing it for the sake of it. And I want to I want to help us understand today is that if prayer ever gets like that, it's it's not it's not God's fault. Because God, you're not moving. Something blocked the tap of the Holy Spirit. I don't know what's going on. If we're not feeling God's presence, it's not God's fault. It's like, God, I gotta, maybe I need to change some things up. Maybe I need to move some things around. So, like go to a different space or place so that I can get into the presence of God. Maybe I need to repent of sins. As, as James says here, confess your sins. Say, God, you know what? I'm sorry for anything that I did wrong yesterday. You know, confess. When we're humble before God, that's what releases grace in our lives. I want to encourage us today. We should always have that confession in our prayer every day. Lord, I'm sorry for the way I thought yesterday. I'm sorry for this moment, Lord. But I want to come. Thank you that, Lord, I'm not righteous because of my own merits. I'm righteous because of Jesus, because of the blood of Christ that washes over me. That, Lord, through your spirit, you sanctify me. And, Lord, it's not because I'm not coming with my rights. And, God, you've got to answer them. No, no, I'm coming out of grace humbly. You know, I'm on my knees right now in the Spirit saying, God, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. I'm grateful. Coming with that Spirit to say, God, I want to tap into your presence today. See, sometimes people can look at, they can look at prayer like, like this kind of, kind of football, all right? And I'm going to take my prayer right now and I'm going to, you ready, Pastor Nick? I'm going to, God, there's all my issues. There's all my problems. God, just make sure you fix them, all right? 
and I'll see you tomorrow. But make sure you, you got that football. Make sure you fix that stuff, all right? All right? And, uh, and, and get, just flick it back. And God's like, God's like, look, I don't want you to just chuck the stuff to me and dump and run, all right? Because sometimes we feel like doing that. Hey, oh, God, it's too hard. I don't want to deal with this anymore. So I'm just going to, oh, take it. Take it. Now, the Bible does say, cast your cares on me for I care for you. There's a power in that. But see, prayer isn't about chucking it to God. Prayer is about partnership with God. Prayer is about agreement. And say, for instance, Pastor Nick, can you just come up here? Yeah, yeah, come bring the footy. And, and Pastor Nick's going to be God for a moment, so online, just for this moment. You know, prayer is about saying, God, I need, I need to stand with you. I need, I need to hold this football with you, Lord. I need, to, I need to walk with you. So let's just walk. I need to walk with you on this journey of life. I don't want to do this thing on my own, Lord. I'm coming into agreement. I'm coming into partnership with you, Lord. I'm not going to just chuck this stuff to you and come back and say, God, why didn't you fix that yet? I prayed that yesterday. What, do you need to hear it again? Seriously. No, no, no. It's like, God, I'm coming again. I'm coming again. I'm coming because I'm in agreement with you. And I'm just saying, thank you for that miracle. Thank you, Lord, that you're moving in my marriage. Thank you, Lord, that you're moving in my children's life. Thank you, Lord, you've got answers for my business. Thank you, God, I need money for that bill to be paid. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I prayed it yesterday, but I'm coming back again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, that's going to be paid. The miracles are going to come through. So good. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Can we thank Pastor Nick? Yeah. (laughs) But that's the power of prayer, is agreement. Is agreement. It's not just chucking the footy up to God. Make sure you deal with it. See, this is the power of prayer without ceasing. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, it says, hold fast to your confession of hope. Unwavering confession of hope. So as we pray, then we stay in that place with God. Prayer without ceasing isn't the fact that I prayed all day long, all right? Uh, prayer, is, prayer is that, Lord, I've come, I've taken this time with you, but I'm agreeing with you all day, all day. I'm not gonna leave this place of faith. I have confessed it and I'm gonna hold fast to my confession of hope. Lord, at 6 a.m. when I prayed it, I'm still believing at 7 p.m. at night. I might've prayed it at 7 p.m. at night. When I wake up in the morning, I'm still believing it at 7 a.m. in the morning. I'm still, I'm holding fast to get that confession of hope. See, prayer is about relationship with God. It's about coming into the presence of God and saying, God, I stand in agreement with you. You may need healing in your body. It's every day coming and saying, God, I'm standing in agreement with you that you're going to bring a miracle in this area of my life. Your business needs a miracle. Lord, thank you. I'm standing in agreement every single day. I know the issues. I know the problems. I've got the footy. I can see it. I know what's going on. But Lord, come. Let's run with this together. Let's run with this together because I know you're going to give me answers. I know you're going to speak truth into my life. I know you're going to help me to make the decisions that I need to make. And we're doing it together. Prayer is partnership of faith and agreement with God. That's what it's all about. And friends, you and I, some of us, we need to take that one step this week. Maybe this week, it's saying, God, in this week of prayer, I'm going to devote this morning that I'm going to come and I'm going to pray with my church family. I'm going to stand in agreement and I'm going to start this year with prayer. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a step this week. And maybe, uh, you know, you could do the whole week. Who knows? Uh, If you can't because of work, that's fine. But pray with us. Stand with us in the Spirit. Let's stand together. Our Innisfail location is doing a week of prayer as well. We're going to be doing this together. 
because we want to start the year agreeing with God and what God has for 2021. Amen. He is sovereign. He is powerful. But we're going to enter intentionally with earnestness and with, with being fervent before God, coming into your presence, Lord. And we want to tackle this year with you. We're not just chucking the footy up. We're going to run with you this year. Amen. You believe that today? So good. You believe it online? If you do, want not you thank God on the chat right now? Thank Him. Lord, I thank You that I get to come into Your presence. I thank You I don't have to. I get to. I get to. Amen.